Did you bring your Bible this morning? Open it if you brought it to the book of Hebrews. Let's go there. We'll start there and uh, kind of pick up. We're not going to actually stay on the exact flow that we were on, but it's going to really springboard off of what we've been saying. Uh, chapter number 10 of Hebrews, first of all, <clears throat> he's talking about uh, God's laws, putting his laws in our hearts and writing them in our in our minds in the New Testament in verse 16, Hebrews 10, 16. And then he said, their sins and iniquities will I remember no more. That's good news. Because I got some things I wanted him to forget. <laughs> Seems everybody can identify. <laughs> thy sins, say it out loud, thy sins and iniquities. Or let's make it personal, my sins and iniquities. He will remember no more. Good news, good news. He said in the Old Testament in the book of Isaiah, he said, uh, he said the same, similar, same thing. And he said, put me in remembrance after he said, uh, I, I, I will not remember your sin. He said, put me in remembrance of what's left after I forgot your sin. Amen. So if there's no remembrance of my sin, then all he remembers is all my merits. <laughs> Hallelujah. Not that we earn anything on merits, you understand, but that's just the way he said it. So thy sins and iniquities will I remember no more. Now where remission of these is, not just forgiveness, remission means it's blotted out, it's gone, doesn't even exist. I mean, the record has been expunged. Now where remission of these is, there's no more offering for sin. And that includes you uh, feeling sorry. Well, sorry is maybe a word people wouldn't understand correctly. Let me put it this way. Walking around condemned for, for uh, you know, a day or two or a week or two to show God you really mean you're sorry. Uh, you can, right after you get First John 1 night applied, you can get the blood applied and you can lift up your head in righteousness and go before his throne with confidence. Praise the Lord. Then he said, verse 19, having therefore, brethren, boldness. I'm telling you, you ought to circle that word having. There's some things we have because of what he just said. Here's one thing we have. We have boldness to enter into the holiest by the blood of Jesus. Boldness just simply means lack of a sense of guilt, shame, unworthiness, condemnation. None of that should be a part of our lives. You know, and, and really, I believe all of the things that people deal with, uh, you know, uh, insecurity issues and inferiority complexes, things like that. I think it all comes out of condemnation, not knowing the righteous, who they are in Christ and the righteousness of God that they are in Christ. When you know that, you hold your head up. You remember my story, right? Well, when I tell you, you'll remember. <laughs> Remember, I used to feel bad if somebody didn't like me, but whenever I found out who God made me, who I was in Christ, I felt bad for them. I didn't feel bad for me because they're missing a great blessing. That's the truth. Yes, sir. Man, that preacher's arrogant. I'm not talking about myself. I'm talking about who I am in Christ. <laughs> and I'm not just talking about me. I'm talking about you. Praise the Lord. Having therefore, brethren, boldness. Tell your neighbor you got something out of the blood. Because that's what he's talking about. Notice he keeps on saying uh, to enter into the holiest by the blood of Jesus. By the blood. The blood is talking about, it, the blood has been applied at the judgment seat of Christ, which is no longer at, uh, the, the, uh, what was the Old Testament called the judgment seat. Now it's the mercy seat. 
And that's what you get when you come. Remember Hebrews 4, verse 16. We were going to look there in a moment. Let's just look there now. Hebrews 4, 16. Just back up a couple pages. Since you can find it so quick, I'm going to start. Let us therefore, verse 16, let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace that we might obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. That's because that's what's there now. Mercy's there. Why? The blood has been applied. And so the blood's there and it's speaking. Remember the Bible said the blood of Jesus speaks better things than that of Abel's. Abel's blood cried out for, uh, it cried out for vengeance because an injustice had been done. And it cried out for uh, punishment. Uh, and that's what God said he heard Abel's, uh, Cain's blood saying to, uh, excuse me, Abel's blood saying to Cain. So, uh, but then he said the, the blood of Jesus speaks better things than that of Abel's. It's not speaking of vengeance. It's not speaking of a penalty has been, that, in other words, injustice has been done and a penalty has to be paid. The blood of Jesus paid that penalty. Amen. And the blood of Jesus is not speaking condemnation and judgment. It's speaking mercy because of the, comp- the substitutionary work of Jesus. Well, that's all free, but that's what he's talking about. And that's just in a nutshell. We've shared on that much. But having, brethren, boldness to enter into the holiest by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way which he hath consecrated for us through the veil, that is to say, his flesh, having a high priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a true heart and full assurance of faith, and so forth and so on, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience, so forth and so on. And then he said, let us hold fast the profession of our faith. So when we come to the throne of grace, we can boldly state our claim of faith. And what he said is is ours. Uh, amen. Now this is, you know, we're just recapping a little bit. And we've been talking about the fact that he says, come, let us come boldly. Yeah. Well, here in this verse, first of all, boldness to enter in. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Let us, verse 22, draw near. Yeah. So he's talking about entering into the presence of God. Yes. He's talking about in Hebrews 4, 16, which we just read, coming boldly to the throne of grace. Yeah. And so we've been talking about that and we've been talking about taking advantage of the way that the blood of Jesus has made for us to come to God. And we've been talking about the one, the thing we've been emphasizing is Psalm 100 verse, chapter 100 verse number four, where it says, uh, when we enter his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. And so we're talking about accessing the presence of God, uh, accessing the uh, anointing that is available to us in different needs of our life. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Are y'all, 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 you've been here. You got that, right? Yes. Praise the Lord. Well, at least you've been here. Everybody say, I get, I'm getting it. I'm getting it. So we've been talking about that. We've been talking about praise and worship a lot. But I want to take it a different route this morning. Let's go to... Uh, Let's go to, uh, let's go over, let's go to Revelation, the book of Revelation. Say it's the book of Revelation, singular. Why do I say that? Because I got a great letter down in, in Rhema, because I quoted the book of Revelations. And then he said, no, you great letter down, it's the book of Revelation. And it's a revelation. It tells us in the very first chapter, the very first verse, what the revelation is. is. People say, well, let's read the book of Revelation and find out who the Antichrist is or what's going to happen. In... No, it says the revelation of yes. Jesus Christ. Amen. So we're, we're getting a revelation of Jesus here. So notice here it says in the, uh, this is, uh, I'm going over now to chapter number four. And chapter four of Revelation, the book of Revelation, verse number one. 
After this, in other words, after what he already received there in chapter 2 through 4, 2 through 3. After this, I looked and behold, a door was opened in heaven. Hallelujah. Oh my, the Lord's been talking to me about doors. And the first voice which I heard was as it were as a tr- of a trumpet talking with me, which said, come up hither and I will show thee the things, show thee things which must be hereafter. And immediately I was in the spirit and behold, a throne was set in heaven and one set on the throne and he that, uh, he that set was to look upon like a jasper and a sardis stone, and there was a rainbow around about the throne in sight like under emerald. He's talking about, he's not talking, he's talking about the, the glistening and the, and the radiance and the sparklingness of, of gems. That's what it was like to look at him. It was just, you couldn't really look at him. That's what he's referring to. But I want you to notice he's, he's at the throne of God, and uh, he's, because it says, I was in the spirit, chapter two, uh, chapter four, verse two, I was in the spirit and behold, a throne was set in heaven. Well, we just read about that in chapter four. I mean, uh, Hebrews chapter four, verse 16. Let us come boldly to the throne of grace. We just read about that. But this passage tells us where that throne is. Can you see what I'm, I mean, you need to pay attention this morning. You'll get something. Yes, sir. We're talking about accessing the presence of God. We're talking about going to the throne of grace. And uh, we've talked much about praise and worship uh, and so forth and how to come into his presence. And, uh, but we need to talk a little bit about something I think maybe, I, I don't know why, it seems like most Christians never really think much about this. But it has been one of the things that has revolutionized my faith life more than about anything else. And that is that phrase there in chapter, this is Revelation 4, verse number 2, immediately I was in the Spirit. I was in the Spirit. I was in the Spirit. When we talk about going to the throne of grace, where is that? Chicago? <laughs> L.A.? Oh, I know where it's at. It's on a mountain over in Nigeria. You got to go up to the mountain. And, huh? No, no, it's not any place in the natural realm. It's not at the Vatican, all right? It's not at some place. It's not even at this church building. No, sir, no, sir. You think I'm putting down denominations. I'm talking about this church building is not the throne of grace. It's not a place in the natural realm. And we're going to talk about realms because sometimes we hear that term and we're like, what does that mean? But we need to define this a little bit because I think without proper teaching on it, uh, I think a lot of Christians are real fuzzy in their thinking about what we're talking about. So we're going to just talk to you a little bit about the, in the spirit this morning, because if we're going to go to the throne of grace, which we've been talking about, we're going to have to exit other realms and go into the realm of the spirit. Because that term is found, the term in the spirit is found through the New Testament over and over again. And we'll look at some of them this morning, but those terms uh, usually say just that it's usually just stated in the spirit, but it's talking about a realm. Um, and let's just look at some of those verses, but I want you to, before we go to those, notice in Hebrews, uh, no revelation four, notice what it says, come up hither and I will show thee verse one. I will show thee things which must be here. And immediately I was in the spirit and he said, I saw Amen. Amen. And I heard. Yes. 
Amen. He's seeing and hearing in another realm. Now, people get scared of what we're talking about because there have been people who have contacted another realm without the Holy Spirit. And that's dangerous. I said, that's dangerous. Uh, you and I are not interested in things that are done through hallucinations of drugs. Uh, you know, witch doctors, they, that's how, if you study into these things, a lot of these people that do these, you know, seances and things like that, or contact the dead or whatever, they, they do it through conjuring up evil spirits and they do it through many times drugs to hallucinate and so, so forth and so on. God does not want you out of control of your faculties. Amen. You are to be in control of your faculties. Uh, that's why drugs and alcohol and so forth, things like that are, are wrong because they cause you to lose control of your faculties and you end up doing things which you wish you later you had not done. Amen. So we're not talking about all of that. We're talking about something that the anointing of the Holy Spirit comes on you and you are in a place called in the Spirit. Now, there's different degrees of this. We would no way be able to finish, you know, properly <coughs> do, do this subject justice in one service. We've shared it. We've got a whole series on it in the bookstore or online in the, in the gem vault. Uh, and I encourage you, if you're really hungry for more than I'm going to be able to get out this morning, go to that series. It's free on the, on the internet. You don't have to pay anything. It's just available for you. So I think it's just called In the Spirit. It's the teaching I did for five days, four, day, four days in World Harvest Bible Training Center on this subject. Yeah. And I've got notes, long, long notes. It's getting closer and closer to a book all the time. Wow. Amen. Amen. But it needs to be taught in the body of Christ because people are, people are scared of it. Yeah. Because they're not familiar with it. Because they've not been taught about it, first of all. Are you with me this morning? But we need Bible knowledge because the Bible knowledge will keep us sound. It'll keep us con from contacting the wrong side of the spirit realm. Because there is, there is God's realm. There's God's side of the spirit realm. And then there's the devil. Amen. And that realm is real. It's not a figment of people's imaginations. I mean, angels are real. God is real. Jesus is in that realm right now. He's real. The Holy Spirit, whom you have fellowship with, he's in that realm and he's real. And by the way, he's the guide in that. He's your guide in that realm. You don't want to go into that realm without the Holy Spirit. It's very dangerous. Very, you know, I, 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 I can tell you people right now that went absolutely wacko in their mind. I'm talking about insane asylum kind of things. You know, and padded cell kind of situations because they were sitting in their basement trying to contact evil spirits and the devil accommodated them. They heard about somebody hearing voices and they said they wanted to hear voices. And, you know, you, 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 don't, have any, you don't have any Bible scripture to stand on to claim that you hear a voice in the spirit realm. Amen. Now, I don't mean that sometimes God doesn't speak. You know, and people, was that, did you hear that? They yeah. thought it was audible right. and God was speaking. But, but I'm just simply saying, you don't have a right to say, I'm going to claim to hear that. Yeah. Right. Right. You start wanting to hear it, the devil will accommodate you yeah. because you don't have any scriptures. And if you're not, if you don't have any scriptures and you're in the flesh, you're not in the spirit, you're not, you're not in faith, you're in the flesh. And the devil will say, ha, ah, I found somebody I can deceive yeah. Yeah. because there are many voices in this realm. Yes, now, the Bible said there are many voices in the world. 
So anyway, but we're just, you know, we're talking to a crowd that I think doesn't need, you know, a long disposition on that. But uh, right on the other hand, we should mention it. So, but, um, but this realm is, uh, it's, it's real. God's there. Jesus is there. The Holy Spirit is there. Actually, loved ones who went on before, uh, their body is in the grave. I'm talking about if they're saved, their body is in the grave, but their spirit went to be with the Lord. Paul said, for me to depart is to be with Christ, which is far better. Where did they depart to? Did they go, maybe they, they're now living in LA or where, where'd they go to? It's not, their body didn't depart. Their body got put in the grave. Their spirit man, the inward man, the part of you that's looking through those windows you call eyes. You're looking at me through windows. The real you lives on the inside. The real you is not a body. The real you is a spirit being. You were created a spirit being. That's why you have contact with God. Or if you don't want to, but people do have contact with demon forces in another realm, the realm of the spirit, because uh, we are spirit beings. Amen. Amen. You never hear missionaries going over into some place that never heard the gospel, uh, you know, where they still, they, they, they don't have any, you know, they don't have, they're not a modern culture or society somewhere way back in somewhere. And you never see missionaries going over there without them worshiping something. They're always worshiping a post or worshiping. They're aware of something in another realm, but they never go back there in the bush and find monkeys worshiping something. Monkeys are not spirits. Ringy dingy to the evolutionists, but we did not evolve from a monkey. <laughs> if we did, where'd our spirit come from? No, we didn't evolve from monkeys. Amen. Amen. All right. So, but that's all free. But so we, we want to understand some things because that realm is very real. That, that realm, I think it's important that we study it because people... Well, anyway, just look at some scriptures about it. 1 Corinthians 14, 2. I'm just going to go through these pretty quickly. The uh, 1 Corinthians 14, 2 says, If I pray in an unknown tongue, uh, he that speaketh in an unknown tongue speaks not unto men but unto God, but no man understandeth him. Howbeit in the Spirit he speaketh mysteries. In the Spirit. Uh, so you're speaking in this realm. You're speaking in another realm, not out of the realm of your mind. Because your understanding, verse 14 says, is unfruitful. Then we've got Galatians 5, 16, and 25. If you just want to write these down, I'm just going to go pretty fast. But Galatians 5, 16, and 25, it says, uh, what's, uh, This I say then, walk in the Spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Verse 25, live in the Spirit. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. Ephesians 6, 18. Praying always with all prayer or all manner of prayer and supplication in the spirit, in the spirit. In the spirit. You say, Pastor, I know all this. Well, so do I. Come on. But I love going back over it again. <clears throat> we are so natural minded. Most Christians are still very, very natural minded. But he said, pray in an unknown, t- or excuse me, uh, uh, Ephesians says, praying with supplication in the spirit, in the spirit. For all saints. Amen. So we should be praying in the spirit. Uh, then if we got Philippians 3, 3. You just write these down. Philippians chapter 3, verse number 3. He says, for we are the circumcision which worship God in the spirit and rejoice in Christ Jesus and have no confidence in the flesh. 
We don't worship like they did in the Old Testament. I'm telling you, don't go to a worship conference where they keep going back to Old Testament scriptures. Jesus said there's a change coming in the worship. Now, he's walking the earth. A change has now come. But he's walking the earth and he said, the hour comes and now is they that worship me, worship me in spirit and in truth. In other words, they don't have to go to the temple. They don't have to go over there. They don't have to go up on a mountain. They can do it out of their spirit right to God in the spirit realm. Let me tell you, the quickest road to the throne of grace is from where you are right now. <laughs> you don't have to go by way of some city, some, some, you know, revival somewhere. I'm not preaching against revivals. But you have contact with God without going someplace else. That's right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You need to just go from here, the, the natural, to the realm of God. And we'll, we'll talk about that more. You'll, you'll understand. Okay. Philippians 3.3. 3. And then Colossians 2.5. Colossians 2.5 says... For though I be absent in the flesh, yet am I with you in the spirit, joying and beholding your order and the steadfastness of your faith in Christ. Then we've got to Revelation chapter number 1, verse number 10. We already looked at chapter 4, verse number 2. But I'll just give you this, Revelation chapter 1, verse number 10. I'm not going too fast for you, am I? I'll just write these down. Now, I encourage you to write them down so you can meditate on them. You can, you can take advantage of my hours of study and don't have to look them all up. I was in the spirit, Revelation 1.10, I was in the spirit on the Lord's day and heard behind me a great voice as of a trumpet. So this is, this is a, the keynote of the New Testament is that the believer has transitioned out of the natural into the spirit. That's the keynote of the New Testament. That's the difference, one of the main differences between the Old and New Testament. Don't, don't misunderstand me. There's a difference between the blood of animals and the blood of Jesus. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm not saying that's not different. Yeah. But I'm just simply saying that, that they did what they did in the flesh. Yes. We do what we do in the spirit. But we've got to know what that means. Yes. In the spirit. What does that mean? Well, we've already said one thing it means in the spirit realm. Yes. But you can see from many of these verses another thing it would mean would be like, for example, we, uh, when we pray in an unknown tongue, uh, we don't speak unto man but unto God. No man un understands how be it in the spirit, he speaks mysteries. Uh -huh. Verse 14 then says, if I speak in an unknown tongue, my spirit prayeth, but my understanding is unfruitful. Yeah. Yeah. How many times have we gone over this? 79? Yeah. All these 20 years? Because it's got to keep on saying it. Because yes, I'll be honest with you, the more I heard it, the more I realized, yeah. oh, I didn't catch it whenever they said yeah. that last time. Yeah. Come on. Brother Hagin would go over it and over it and over it. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm, I've grown in my spirit, in my walk with God. I've grown in my consciousness of another realm. Yes. Yes. I'm not trying to get weird. I'm not, I'm not watch, I haven't been watching Star Wars. <laughs> I've always wondered why people do. But anyway, that's their, that, they're fine, 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 great. Whatever Matt, Matt Slaymaker wants to do, fine, that's fine with him. <laughs> Since he's not here, you know. Yes, sir. <laughs> but so, but praise the Lord. Yes. There is another realm. <laughs> but uh, Star Wars hasn't reached there yet. <clears throat> praise the Lord. So this realm, this is a realm, but it's also, or, or you could say a place, a realm or a place. Those are interchangeable words. It's a place. Uh, but it's also a way you do something. Yeah. Yeah. It's a way you do something. Yeah. 
there's different ways you could define in the spirit based on different scriptures the way it's used. Some places it'll mean 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 have it'd be easier to define it one way. Another place it'd be easier to define it another way. Like in uh, the book of Revelation, chapter four, verse number two, it'd be easy to find to define that a place. He went to another place. Amen. He went to another realm, a realm beyond. <laughs> But then in 2 Corinthians or, or 1 Corinthians 14, 2 and 14 together, yes. if I pray in the spirit, I'm praying another tongue, unknown tongue, I'm praying in the spirit. And then if I pray in the spirit, my spirit prays and the Amplified adds by the Holy Spirit within me. And that's very accurate scripturally because of Acts 2, 4. But, but the, my spirit by the Holy Spirit within me prays, but my understanding, that's my mind, is unfruitful. Now, he said, when I'm praying that way, I'm, according to verse 2, I'm in the Spirit. I'm in the Spirit. So, now we know what the Spirit is. It is a a way you do something. You do something out of your Spirit by the anointing or direction of the Holy Spirit. That's what Ephesians 6.18, you could define it, Ephesians 6.18 that way. Praying always with all prayer and supplication. Out of your spirit by the direction of the Holy Spirit. Can you see that? Hallelujah. So that's another way you could define in the spirit. So, um, and then you could also, I guess in order to just uh, not do injustice to another definition, because there's another way you can, you can look at this. It's a, it's a way you do something. It is a place or a realm. And it's also a state. I don't mean Iowa. I don't think anybody during the duration thought this was in the spirit. Iowa was in the spirit. Anyway, that's just funny. I just, I just thought, no, it's a state. Now, what do I mean a state? In other words, you are more conscious of God and his realm than you are of the natural realm at the moment. It is, a, it is a shift of consciousness. And so when you pray or when you worship, remember we read verses you're supposed to, and I'm supposed to worship in the Spirit, pray in the Spirit, live in the Spirit. We're to, put that definition on there, we're to pray or worship God conscious of God. A lot of people pray conscious of their need. How many of you know when, and, when, and, and there's degrees of this? You have to understand that we can't get this all out in one service, but the, the degrees are found in the Bible as well. We, we don't have time to get into all that. But the highest degree of it is what happened in Revelation 4.2 to John on the Isle of Patmos. At the moment, I don't know about where he was. I don't know if he was on a, in a building or if there were no buildings there or no culture, society there or what. But whatever, wherever he was, Let's say he was in a building sitting on a chair or something. I don't know. He might not have had a building. Might have been outside kneeling by a tree or something. Or sitting on a stump. (laughs) Or a log that fell over. Whatever. I don't know. But wherever he was in the natural, all of a sudden, he's not conscious of that. He's conscious all of a sudden of another realm. He's conscious of God. He's conscious of the throne of God. And you, 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 you keep on reading. He sees the elders. He sees the angels. He sees activity. There's, there's places up there. There's beings up there. There's, there's uh, trumpets and, and, and horses. And 
This doesn't sound like just, you know, some sort of ether world that's just a full of empty nothingness. This sounds like a real place. Yes, yes, amen. And heaven is a real place. The throne of God is a real place. Your whole three-part being is going to eventually go there one day. <laughs> this body, yeah. After yeah. it's if 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 Jesus doesn't come and we yeah. got we die, go go in the grave. Yeah, yeah. This body might decay, but whenever that trumpet sounds, yeah. we're coming out, yes. and our body will be glorified. Our spirit will come back into our body. Our spirit will come with the Lord, come back into our body, and we will be raised. Our spirit, our body will become alive, and these bones and 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 flesh that becomes immortal. It might have decayed, but it re- it's recreated and becomes immortal. Yeah, yeah. We'll live in that realm forever. Yeah, come on. How sweet. How sweet. Not subject to any dec- decay, disease. Amen. The Bible says that we'll have a body like unto his body. Like unto his body. When he raised from the dead, the way his body was is how we're, our body's going to be when it's glorified. Yeah. You notice whenever they were, you know, meeting in, the disciples were meeting in private, he just walked in, not even opening the door. Yeah. It could dematerialize and materialize in another place. Yeah, come on. He could go through substance. Yes, yes. He could travel at the speed of light. Yeah, yeah. He had already been to heaven and back that day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Took his blood to heaven. Yes, sir, yes, sir. Come on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's called traveling at the speed of light. Yeah. Come on. All the scientists want to try to do and uh-huh. that they imagine in the movies and everything. That's because there's something inside of man yeah. desiring yeah. what God actually has for us. That's true. That's true. But they'll never get there through science. Right. It's going to be through the resurrection. Yes. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. No wonder we can rule and reign. Because something on the earth down here for a thousand years, because something tried to get out of order. We can be there in a split second and say, hi, what you doing? Because there will be mortal people down here. I don't know if you knew that or not. Those of us who are glorified in our bodies will be ruling over the mortals. Mere, mere mortals. <laughs> Some of you are looking at me like, this pastor's nuts. <laughs> this is all in your Bible. <laughs> It is. Not everybody's killed during the tribulation. Some, very few, but some of them make it through, and they will begin to regenerate and repopulate and so forth and so on. But we'll be we'll be ruling over them. No wonder. I mean, if something's trying to get out of order, you can just be there. Show up. They're having a board meeting to, to disobey God, and you show up. And say, hey, what's what's happening? Oh yeah. Amen. That's all. That's all. Back to our subject. <clears throat> Hallelujah. So it is a place or a realm. It is a way you do things in the spirit. It means out of your spirit by the Holy Spirit anointing you to do it. <clears throat> so you can pray in English in the spirit. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sure the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 14, 2, that it, you can do it in tongues, yeah. but you can also do it in English. Right. You can worship in, in English. You can worship in the spirit in English because you're doing it out of your spirit under the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. In fact, he said, that's what I seek. I seek those kinds of people to worship me. People that do it that way. That's the way I want to be worshipped. Yeah. Right. Amen. 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 
Praise the Lord. So if you're, if, if we're leading, if the team's leading praise and worship and you're just sort of yawning and looking at your watch, mouthing the words, you're not in the spirit. Your heart's not connected to it. Amen. Anyway, so, so then third of all, so number one, it's a realm, right? Number two, it's a what? A place or, you know, the place in the realm is the same thing, but then number two is the what? A way. And then number three, it is a state. A state of being more conscious of God and his realm than you are of the natural realm, your circumstances and so forth and so on. So let's, let's add the, the definition of in the spirit to, you know, first, you know, it talks about Ephesians 6.18, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit. Let's put that third definition on there. Uh, the third, def, you know, way of defining in the spirit. It is a, 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 con- a shift of consciousness. In other words, pray conscious of God. Pray conscious of the word. Now, there's degrees of that because there's degrees of being in the spirit. I think you're, you're not, you're, you're listening, so you're not saying much. That's fine. I understand that. But you're getting it, right? There's degrees of being in the spirit. There's, you can be more or less conscious of God. Right? There are times where I've prayed and I'm just, I'm just, I'm distracted, my mind is thinking about other things. And God, if, 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 if it were, uh, if I were to express my feelings at the time, I'd say God's in a galaxy far, far away. I don't, <laughs> you know, I'm not having any fellowship with him right now because I'm not conscious of him. But your consciousness can shift and there are things you can do to help you become conscious of God. Um, we, we'll, we don't have time to get into that. Praise and worship is one like we've been talking about, prayer. But um, there are things you to do to help become more conscious of God. I've, I've been in uh, situations where Dr. Dufresne would say, oh my, oh my, Whew, did you feel that? That just came into the room. We'd walk into the office back there sometimes and he'd go, man, did you feel that? I, I had to be honest because you, you don't lie to the prophet. I said, no, sir. He said, that anointing, we just, that anointing just, when we walked into the building, that anointing just hit the, hit the back room. I said, I'll take your word for it. Well, he's more conscious of God than I was. Doesn't mean I was unconscious. (laughs) There's people that are self-conscious, right? Conscious of circumstances. Then there's people that are unconscious. (laughs) I want to be God conscious. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Pay much attention to what's going on in your spirit. I tell you, I have seen more Christians as I have grown. The Lord told me years ago, he said, you're going to have this happen more all the time. You're going to see more and more, more and more where people are getting ready to make a wrong decision. You're going to recognize that more and more because you're developing your spirit to follow the Holy Spirit. He said, but just know, he said, that doesn't mean, he said, just know growing spiritually just doesn't always, it doesn't only mean you'll just know when other people are missing it. He said, always, it also means you're going to grow in compassion toward them too. Yes. God. Rather than be condemning, yes. you know. And yes. Amen. Y'all still with me? Yes, come on. So, but I've seen so many times, oh, they're getting ready to make a mistake. Ah, they're getting ready to make, and, 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 and because they're not listening down here. Uh-huh. I'm more conscious of down here. Yes. They're more conscious of their circumstances. Yes. Circumstances will talk to you. They'll pressure you. 
you got to do this. You got to do this. You got to do it now. Well, no, I don't have to do anything unless I'm led to do it. Jesus was pressured to go quick because Lazarus is dying. He waited, what, four days after he was dead. He said, now I'm led. Let's go. You're too late, Jesus. Obviously not. He raised him from the dead. Hallelujah. There's a lot of things. People put pressure on you, pressure on you, pressure on you. Anybody that's putting pressure on you is not yielding to the Holy Ghost. Amen. Husbands and wives, listen to that. So in the spirit, say in the spirit. Hallelujah. Now, you can have, I'll tell you, be honest with you, if it wasn't for me learning to live out of this realm, tap into this realm, live out of this realm, my life on this earth would have very little meaning. This is what gives my life purpose, meaning, value, precious to me. It's because of what's going on in my heart. What's going on, the leadings of God in my spirit, uh, how he's using us to bless other people. Otherwise, and and affect their eternal destiny. Otherwise, just natural things that God has blessed us with, don't misunderstand me, they wouldn't have enough, they they wouldn't have enough, uh, there's not enough to them to to meet, I don't know, anybody know what I'm talking about? I can speak in tongues and tell you. (laughs) This just doesn't have meaning, it doesn't give you purpose. God gives them to enjoy, but, and I enjoy them, but if I'm not in, 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 if first things aren't first, I end up not enjoying them much because my heart's bothering me. Real true satisfaction is not the whole bag of Doritos or the whole pizza eating yourself. Real true satisfaction is where in here, I'm, I'm not talking about your stomach, I'm talking about your spirit, man, where in here is satisfied. Once in here is satisfied, I have more fun than a lot of people put together. Yeah, come on. Come on. I got some things I enjoy doing in this natural realm. Yeah. But if other spiritual things are not in place and they're not first and I haven't satisfied what's in here, come on. Come on. Yeah. It, just doesn't, it just doesn't mean anything. It's just, uh, I'm looking for something. I'm looking for something that's not in this realm. Y'all still with me this morning? Okay. Now let's talk about this realm because I believe the Lord was prompting me on this this morning. In the spirit, you could define, like in Revelation 4, 2, is anybody else hot or is it just me? Let's turn the air on, please. So uh, in the spirit could be defined in the spirit realm. And Revelation 4, 2, that's a particular one that, it's, uh, it, that, that definition would apply. Now, that is, that is consciousness where you're so conscious of the spirit realm, you don't even know where you are at the time in the na- natural. You don't have to go, get to that place to fellowship with God. Yeah. Or to pray. Or to worship Him. You can, but you don't have to be to be effective. Amen. I mean, you, you think about it. If you're doing it out of your heart, and you're, you really are, are engaged from your heart worshiping God, and you're doing it out of your heart, and the, and the Holy Spirit is blessing that and moving in your life and, and showing you things, talking to you, you're in the Spirit. But you might be fully aware, right, there's the clock and it's 1230. And I got to go here in 20 minutes. You know what I'm talking about? See, that's not the full degree of being in the spirit, but you can be effective. If you really think about it, walking in love is doing something out of the new nature 
of love in your spirit and not your flesh. And the Bible actually calls that in the spirit. When you just bite your tongue and say, I bless you. Or return good for evil. When your flesh doesn't want to. You're in the spirit. Because you're doing it out of your heart, not your flesh. Your flesh is going, let me at him, let me, let me, let me at him. Let me at him. Yeah. 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 Some of you are looking at me real sanctified right now. But, but your spirit man has another nature. It's the love of God shed abroad in your heart. And that love nature is dominating you. And so you're yielding to that. You're in the spirit. Because you're doing it out of your spirit by the anointing and help of the Holy Spirit. We'll all take the help of the Holy Spirit in that one right there. You ever had anybody cuss you out? Flesh draws on flesh. And when they yield to the flesh, your flesh goes. But you got to tap into something else. It's called the love of God. (laughs) Oh, I could say some things anyway. Hallelujah. So let's go back to this realm part. Y'all still with me? Not lost anybody, right? You and I can understand realms by understanding the uh, way we use it today. We talk about the political realm, the economic realm, or the educational realm, or science, the realm of science, or, you know, there's realms in the natural, like uh, there's the realm that we're getting into aviation because of the need for going to two churches. Um, That's a whole realm. I mean, that realm has its own lingo, yeah. its own terminology, yeah, yeah, yeah. it has its own knowledge. Yes, yes. Uh, and you get around a bunch of pilots and they start talking terms. And if you don't, if you haven't been trained in that realm, right. they lose you just like yeah. that. Yeah. It's like uh, talking to a bunch of guys that love to work on cars or motor engines, yeah. you know. Yeah. They start talking about ratios and compression and... Yeah displacement and all these things and some of us just glaze over we're like you may as well be speaking Spanish or or French or something I no clue don't know what you're talking about right (laughs) that's the way certain realms are but if you got knowledge and you got some experience based on accurate knowledge you could talk, it, talk smack with the best of them. Right? I try to make Justin, I try to impress Justin with how much I know, but I really don't know much. <laughs> Ailerons, you know, yeah. Yeah. rudders and things like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah sure, yeah. I know what that is. <laughs> it's one of those flaps. It's this one or that one. I don't know which one it is. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to learn, right? Because <laughs> I believe I'm going to be, be a pilot eventually. But, um, but the point is, it's just a realm that has its own terminologies, yeah, yeah. has its own, you got to learn that realm. Yes. Am I still making sense? Yes. So that's the way it is here. Because of this, this realm of the spirit, you have to understand Bible terms and you have to get knowledge of the Bible. Because if you lack knowledge or training in any realm, you're held out of that realm. You can't succeed in that realm. You don't want a man operating on you for open heart surgery who has never gained any knowledge. 
about the realm of, of surgery, realm of open heart surgery. If I ever go to the doctor, which is very few times, but I have been there, I always ask him, so how long have you been doing this? Uh, yeah, yeah. Seriously. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, always, it's always a good question. Yes, it is. Oh, I haven't ever done it. I just read a book last night, you know. Just... Great, great. How much do I owe you? I'll be seeing you later. Right? <laughs> no knowledge, no training, no experience. Right? So, but see, these things of the Spirit, you can get Bible knowledge and begin to have Bible experience. Now, I'm not saying pray that you have a vision to where you see the throne of God. I'm not saying that because the devil will try to accommodate you. I'm just simply saying you can begin to reach out with your heart towards God in prayer, in praise and worship, and do it under the uh, leadings of the Spirit in your spirit. You know, if you have a prompting to get down on your knees, if you have a prompting to do something, just follow your heart. As you do that, the anointing will come on you and he'll bless you. Because you're doing it out of your spirit. Yes. But here's where young Christians get in trouble. They say, oh, last time the, when, I, when I did that, I got on my knees and I, and I bowed like this, but I lifted my hands like this. The anointing fell. So that's what I'm going to do tomorrow. I'm going to get like this I'm gonna, and nothing. Because now you're not in the spirit. Now you're just doing what you did yesterday. You're not doing it out of your heart. Poke your neighbor and say, this is really helping you. I know it's helping me. Come on. <laughs> All right. So, praise the Lord. Say realms. There are realms. And, and the, 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 the natural, we talked about, you know, the realms of aviation, science, medicine, whatever, you know, uh, mechanics or on cars or something. Those, you might say, those are different realms. Well, in one sense, but in one sense, they're all one realm. They're all the natural realm. They're all the natural. What I'm talking about when I say the realm of the spirit, I'm talking about a realm, not, not anything in the natural realm. There is a realm just be, beyond this realm. And, and uh, you need to know a little bit about it. It's your homeland. It's where you're born from. When you're born again, I'm talking about when you're born again. Praise the Lord. So, all right. So, really, I have an assignment. This is one of uh, several subjects that are really strong on my heart to help the body of Christ become, com- com- become familiar and even skillful in this realm. Amen. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Uh, you, you may be interested in it. You may not. I'm very interested in it. Amen. There is such resources there. Such help there. It's, it's as if over and over and over and over again, I, I, I think to myself, if this person, if I could train and help this person get beyond their mind, their feelings, their emotions, their physical body, their, their, their consciousness of all that, and, and, and look to their spirit man where the Holy Spirit dwells, yes, yes. and fellowship with God, yes. 
and get some real true fellowship with God, it would fix so many of their problems. So much that people are worked up about is because their spirit doesn't have real true fellowship with God in the spirit realm. They mentally mouth words that they heard at church, but it's not out of their heart. Praise the Lord. There are many, many things that no man has ever been able to help me on. But I have, there's a place. <laughs> place I visit regularly. Hallelujah. Where I get help for so many things that others, no human being can. I'm not looking for, for a human being to help me with. Anybody ever had personal issues where you, you keep tripping up and you ask yourself, why do I keep doing that? There's answers for that. But it's in the, in the realm of the spirit. Where God can say, you know why you keep doing that? You do that because of this. I've had him do that to me a number of times. I'm like, right. Yeah. <laughs> Tough. But it was the real answer. Anyway. Now, in the natural realm, you can rely on other people uh, who know that realm to get by. Like, like, like uh, a mechanic fix your car. Somebody else, you take it into the shop. He, he knows all about it. He fixes it. He knows how to do it. Or you can go to the airport and, and get on a plane, and there's two guys up there or women, whoever, and they're up there, and they know exactly what they're doing. I don't know what that button right there means. Oh, well, that's the wrong button. <laughs> right? But they know all about it. They know what it means. They know what to do, what not to do, when to do it, how much to do it, whether they should do it or not. Um, but I can rely on them. Praise the Lord. I sit back, push the seat back, take a sneeze, sneeze. <laughs> take a snooze. <laughs> take a sneeze. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Right? That's the natural realm. But in the spirit, and in the spirit realm, you can get by with that for a while. But in God, he doesn't, he doesn't create a dependence on other people to get by. He doesn't, he, he doesn't want to train you to, to create a dependence on somebody else to get your prayers answered all the time. To have real fellowship with God. Uh, there, there's too many Christians, they want to mooch a blessing off of somebody else's fellowship with God. And they're missing 90% of their life. They're missing 90% of what they could have in God. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You are invited to this realm. To come boldly. Come boldly to the throne. So, uh, we're quickly running out of time. Let's, you, you, God doesn't want you to depend on somebody else. Somebody else's knowledge of this realm or faith to uh, experience what's in that realm. But you can uh, develop faith for yourself. Amen. Somebody else can help you develop that faith. That's what we're doing this morning. Yes. Amen. Amen. But just know you can have a mental knowledge of this and not be spirit taught about it and still be held out. Yeah. Amen. The Pharisees, when Jesus showed up, they had been talking about him coming for a long time, but when he showed up, they didn't recognize him. Because they had a head knowledge. And they, 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 they didn't recognize the reality when it showed up. People have that, people have that in the spirit, in things of the spirit. I've seen people 
be say, I'm hungry for God, but the Holy Spirit moved and they didn't know what that was. They didn't recognize. They didn't know it was the Holy Spirit. They blew it off as if it was just a man talking or something like that. Right? We got to learn to recognize when, when God, something, something's coming out of that realm into this realm. Praise the Lord. And so that's what the anointing, 1 John 2, 27 says, the anointing will teach us these things. Hallelujah. But God has written a book all about this realm. <laughs> and he's given a teacher to live on the inside of us to teach us in, about this realm. It's called the Bible. Amen. Don't get caught up with other people's books. You know, there's books written on, based on the Bible. I'm not talking about, can't read those, but I'm talking about people that want to talk about the spirit realm, but they don't want to go to the Bible. Or they go to a verse out of context and never, never really look at the whole subject. So praise the Lord. Are you glad you came? This era will only move forward with people who are participators in what's happening in this realm. I'm talking about the spirit realm, not just spectators of what's happening coming out of that realm. God needs some people to become skilled and become participators. Say, that's me. I'm going to do that. I'm going to be a part of that. Hallelujah. Just like in the natural realm, there are people who pioneer in this field of medical science or pioneer. And we thank God for these things. Don't you thank God for all these, the natural knowledge? We're not preaching against that. We're just simply using it as an illustration about something totally different called the spirit realm. But there are people that pioneer in medicine, pioneer in, you know, astrophysics. There's all kinds of fields that they're learning and, you know, even in aviation and even in the development of space, you know, going out into space and things. They're learning so much. And uh, that knowledge is, is natural knowledge. But God's needing some people to pioneer in the spirit realm. I said he's needing some people to pioneer in the spirit realm. The further we can go, the more miracles we'll have. Absolutely. The greatest moves of the Spirit here at church are usually whenever I've spent time over there fellowship with God, praying in the Holy Ghost more. Right? Somebody went, went, went over there and laid hold of something that was there and brought it back to the service. How about you all help me with that? Begin to... You, you have been. I'm not, yes. Maybe I shouldn't say it that way. But, but let's get better at doing that. I mean, we just walk into the service and walk into miracles and gifts of healings and word of knowledge and things. Answers for this person, answers for that person. Praise the Lord. That's called having church right there. <laughs> there's having church and then there's having church. Praise God. But he needs people to, uh, to, to make, pine, make advancements and pioneer in this realm. He needs people to, first of all, renew their mind to what the Bible says about it. Because you try to advance out into things without the Bible, you're, you're really, you're really going to mess things up. Yeah. Amen. And even maybe mess some people up. Yeah. Too often in the body of Christ, there, this is a realm unknown. Yeah. It's, like, it's like, but... but that's something that we all could understand. We, we've all had degrees of that in, in, in our lives. But it's not, it's not something I understand that people aren't interested in tapping into what's there. Because that's not there just for us to enjoy when we get to heaven. It's there to make use of those resources, those anointings, those mantles, those gifts, the things that are there, the angels that are there, all these, you know... 
those are for life in this realm. I mean, we'll go there eventually, yes. But we can take advantage of it in life in this realm. I'm interested. Tell your neighbor, that's me. I'm interested. That's why I'm at this church. I'm interested. A lot of Christians are intimidated by it, either unfamiliar with it, or uh, they just live so much in the flesh that they don't really know what we're talking about. But it's really, to be honest with you, it's your home. It, when you get into the presence of God, fellowshipping with Him, and, and experiencing what He has for you in this realm, you'll go, this is really, this is really, this is, this is all I really care about. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah, I'm not talking about just going there and living in heaven forever and ever in the future. I'm talking about where, uh, you know, the place, home, home is where you were born. You know, for me, I think of home, I think of Fayetteville, Pennsylvania. That's where I was born. I was born right there, right? And that's what I think of as home. Well, when you were born again, that came from the realm of God, the realm of the Spirit. Yes, amen. That new birth, that new creation. Where'd he come from? That new man. Where'd he come from? He came from God. Remember, Jesus said, ye are of God. Or Paul said, ye are of God, little children. Amen. Amen. So that new man, that new creation, he came... He came from our homeland. Yes. Yes. So that, this realm is really our home. Yes. It ought to be homey. Yes. You know what I mean by homey? Yes. We're more at home there than we are in this natural realm. Yes. Yes. Say it out loud. That's homey. That's homey. Hallelujah. So the realm is your homeland, but it's not just your homeland when you go there. It's your homeland now. Listen, I, I, I don't even think about things like this. So right now I'm, I'm thinking about, I don't know where, if somebody was to bury me, where would they bury me? I don't know. I haven't even thought about it because I don't think in terms of death right now. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> but I would imagine somebody say, do you want to be buried back in Fayetteville, Pennsylvania? I'd have to think about that. But anyway, my point is, even though I'm not dead yet, I still go visit home. Even though I'm, I'm not dead physically, I still go visit home. Even though I'm not dead, you know, and, and have departed this body and gone to heaven, I still go visit there regularly. I still go visit there regularly. Because it's home. Glory, it's home. Tell your neighbor, it's home. We get so caught up with the blessings of this life, and we, listen, we're here now. We need to succeed in this life. But right on the other hand, this is just some place we're passing through. Yeah, and victorious all the way, right? Yeah, praise God. Hallelujah. I'm, I'm almost done. So God, your Father, is there. Jesus, your Savior, is there. The Holy Spirit is uh, you, the one you have communion with, and He's there. Amen. Those loved ones who are born again, they, they went to heaven, you know, passed on out of this life. They're there. They're probably some, some of the first people that greet you when you get there. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And grandpa won't look like this. He'll be stout, look like a 30-year-old, have all his hair. <laughs> yeah, his knees will be working right, normal, won't be on a walker or anything like that. Woo, glory. 
But see, we talk about heaven and then the future and all that, but all that's there is available for us here. That's what I don't have time to get into, but praise the Lord. Uh, now, let's, let's, I'm almost done. Tell your neighbor, hallelujah, he's almost done. <laughs> You're designed to successfully operate in two realms. This natural realm and the spirit realm. The most spiritual people I know or have known who were successful operating in the spirit realm were always amazingly normal in the natural realm. They, they didn't, they, they didn't walk around, you know, just your, their boss didn't have to say, get to work. What are you doing? Oh, I'm in the spirit. Your boss should say me too fired. You know, what I'm so, but, but see, no, it doesn't mean that you're always having a vision or you saw an angel this morning for breakfast and you had, you had tea with him or something like that. We got some weird people on YouTube, all right? Just some weird people. Nowhere in the Bible does, do people have tea with angels, and they certainly don't have these experiences every day or every week or every month or, or even every year. Probably not. Come on. No. Amen. They can happen, do happen. Yes, yes. Right? But people need to be, people need to be normal in this realm. Yes. <laughs> Jesus was successful in the spirit realm. Anybody agree with that? But the little kids, they loved being around him. They wanted to come up and bounce on his knee. They wanted to, you read the account. They wanted to come. Why? People don't, I mean, kids, little kids don't come to people that are weird. That's true. That's so true. They don't, they're just like, I don't, mommy, who's that? <laughs> right? You need to be normal in this realm. Function well in this realm. I, I say it's like the space shuttle. You got the space shuttle. We, we don't do that anymore, but they used to fly the space shuttle up there to the space station, you know. But that, that was a vehicle created to design to uh, function in the realm of space and in the realm of the atmosphere of the earth. It had wings where it could glide back and so forth and so on. Right? But it was really, really the main thing it was designed for is to get beyond this realm to the space realm. Now, the, the, the spirit world is not the realm of space. I'm talking about that's another realm where God is. God's another realm than the space realm. But if I could finish this up, you're going to let me finish this up? Uh, God wants you to be very functional in both realms, just like that space shuttle. Amen. Amen. Now, I said all that to come around to where we started for the last few services. That space shuttle, in order to get to the higher realm, it has, they take it out onto a launching pad, right? God has given you some launching pads to get beyond your mind, beyond your flesh, beyond this, the circumstantial realm where the devil's saying this and the, you know, this is happening and this circumstances over here and the doctor said this and it's just, all these things are against me. He's got something for you to get you, to, to get you above all that. Some launching pads. That's what we've been talking about. Praise and worship is just a launching pad. Pastor, now I see where you're going. Yes, that's where we're going. Hallelujah. You can get above it. You can become conscious of God, the victory he has for you, and all that is yours, and you can enter into his presence and obtain it all by getting on the launching pad of praise and worship. Come on. 
There are other launching pads too. Yeah. There's the, just, just feeding on the word, re- yes. thanking God for the word. Yes. There's uh, prayer. Yes. There's other things. Anything spiritual. Yes. Doing something spiritual, you know, standing and, and, and speaking what the Word of God says rather than what your mind's telling yes, you. That is a launching pad yes. to get you above what is seen. Praise God. Amen. Why would, that, why would the Word get you above what is seen? Because it came out of the other realm. It came from God in His realm. Amen. So laying hold of it, rejoicing over it, confessing it, worshiping God over it. It, it, takes you from, it takes you from here to where that word came from. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Did you get anything out of that this morning? That's just a little bit of a foundational uh, teaching on some of this. There's a whole lot more we could get into, and maybe sometime we will. But I want to encourage you to hunger for more. Of, uh, or, or, or going there more and becoming more conscious of God there. Amen. There's times where I have nothing. I talked about the time between 1999 and 2002. There was all hell broke loose. There was nothing in this realm that I could hold on to. So I went to another place. (laughs) That's what kept me stable. That's what kept me from whacking out. (laughs) Anybody know what I'm talking about? There's peace in that realm. You enter into that place and it's a defended place. It's, you're protected from all the yakety yak yak, which we've been talking about the last few services. Stand with me to your feet. Praise God. So now, now you understand what Psalm 91, 1 means. He that dwells, can you say it with me? He that dwells in the secret place of the Most High. Now stop about it. Stop, stop thinking about that. Secret place, where's that? That's this realm. That's this realm. Shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. The word shadow in the Hebrew is defense. So you, you, can, you can go to a place where there's a surrounding defending uh, force of God's power protecting you from the yakety yak yak from all the assailing of the mind, the assaults of your, of your uh, intellect and your mind. <clears throat> Amen. Praise the Lord. It's, listen, when you, when you enter into this place... Satan has to stay on the outside. He'll yakety yak yak up until you really get in the presence of God. And then it's like, it's like a, a bubble of peace. You enter into it and you can't hear him anymore. It's wonderful. <clears throat> Hallelujah. And I'm learning more and more to live from that place to where I just don't take his thoughts anymore. I just, I stay in contact with heaven and what God's saying to me. Hallelujah. <clears throat> Praise the Lord. Somebody said, you're out of your mind. Thank you. I've been trying to get there for a long time. I take that as a compliment. <laughs> now, you could leave here thinking that this is the strangest pastor I've ever met. But, but listen, anything, how would I say this? Anything the world makes movies about, the paranormal, without the Holy Ghost, they're going to come in contact with demon power. But they show that they're hungry for another realm. Right? The devil offers them a substitute for what God has had for us all along. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. (laughs) 
I'm going to keep on saying it. I'm just going to keep on saying it. I encourage you in your prayer time to, to become conscious of God. Look, look see, he's, he's living right on the inside of you. Look in here and begin to reach out from, from within, and you'll begin to sense him talking to you. Him, no, I don't mean an audible voice. I mean, you just know inside what you're supposed to do. He'll remind you of a verse or something, and you'll be going, oh, yeah, that, oh, oh, that, that was God that just gave that to me. Amen. That's, that's you beginning to enter into this. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Wonderful way to live. Wonderful way to live. Be honest with you, the life, life in this earth doesn't have much meaning to me without this. But with this, it's rich. Rich, 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 rich. Hallelujah. Lift both your hands and thank God for it. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Father. We're grateful for your word, Father. <clears throat> thank you, Father. The Bible says faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Not seen. There are things not seen. That's what your faith is for. That's what your faith is for. Hallelujah. Being the conviction, the Amplified says, the conviction of their reality. Pastor, you need to live in reality. I am. This is reality. This is reality. When you finally go to heaven and you're only conscious of that realm and not conscious of this realm, you're going to find that out. The realm of the Spirit is reality. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So you could get into that. But Father, we thank you again for your word. We give you praise. Thank you for each person here. Thank you, Father, for their fellowship with you through the blood. The access that we've all been given through the blood that gives us the ability to come boldly. Father, may more and more of us get hungry for what you have for us in this time, in, in this uh, place, and take advantage of it. Hallelujah. For the way is open, the invitation has been sent, and we have the, the privilege of coming and fellowshipping and getting our answers. Hallelujah. Father, teach us. We're, we're beginning to hear about it. We're learning about it. Teach us more and more how to enter into your presence and fellowship with you and worship you and get, get our answers and obtain what we need. We'll give you all the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. This is what faith is for, tapping into another realm to make use of what's there for this realm. Amen. We're getting better at doing it. Amen. Amen. Praise God. I just, I don't know, just, just need to shout, shout or praise God one more time. Amen. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you, praise you. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We worship you. We worship you, we worship you, we worship you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We worship you, we worship you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I hear the Spirit say, come. Come. Walk with me. Walk in fellowship with me and my spirit. Come to the homeland and know me as God. This is the realm of your inheritance. It's the realm just as much as healing is your inheritance. This realm is your inheritance. So draw near and use the time that is available that remains between now and when I come to receive my church. Use that time to visit with me often and walk with me and become a part of what I'm doing in the earth 
and become a vessel of honor where I can use. And I say, I need a vessel. I need someone to do this or I need someone to do that. Ah, here's one that has enough fellowship with me to hear me and to know me and to follow me and that I can use. So I will call upon you for you have begun to experience Walk, in, walk with me in experience and I can use you and trust you. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. And you'll experience life on another level. Life rich and full. Life as, as, as natural as the, as the spirit world is, is unnatural to some. It'll be as natural to you as the natural realm is to others. <laughs> and you'll lift up and rise up and become, as it were, in this realm, a superman. <laughs> a super, my super on your humanity, where you walk supernaturally beyond the realm of natural. And the, those around you will say, how'd you do this? How'd you do that? And you say, I found out the answer in the realm of God, for I visit there regularly. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. 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 Praise you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Amen, amen, amen. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Say, say, answer God and say this. Say, Father, I receive that invitation. I'm going into all that is my inheritance, including into this realm. Amen. Remember, we're not talking about having a vision. Amen. We're talking about just going there in your heart. Hallelujah. Praise be to God. Just something, I, honey, you must have it. I, just something's not done yet. You want to come? Thank you, Lord Jesus. It is a place where I can go. I can hear, I can see, I can know. Yes. In the spirit is a place inside. I can hide, I can hide. Thank you, Lord. in Him. Thank you, Lord In Jesus. the Spirit is a place, it's a realm. I know where to go in Him. In the Spirit is a place I can go, I can see. I can hear, I can know, in the Spirit is a place in Him. It's inside of me, I can hear, with a, with a listening ear. I can hear, with a listening ear, I can hear, I can tap in to a place. So, so familiar, that place, so familiar, that place, never far away, so near, never far away, so near, never far away, so near. If I lift my spirit and I will hear him say, well done, faithful today to listen to go away to the place where i am where i am 
In the spirit is a place I can go Where I can hear, see and know It's a place inside where I can hide I can hide It's a place in the spirit is a place where I can go I can see, I can hear, I can know It's a place inside I can hide I can go I can know I can hide Oh, I see I see He's talking to me I see I go Into a place I know Into a place I know Into a place it's a higher place than the mental realm, than the natural. In the spirit is a place where I can go, I can see, I can hear, I can know. It's a place inside where I can hide, where I can hide. Hallelujah. This is where people go when they get in prayer and they start sensing this person needs prayer. Or that, that person's getting ready to have an accident or getting ready to have, you know, something's, something's, something's wrong. Something's not right. Where are they? How they know that? They know it because God in that realm is talking to them. They don't know it in their mind. They don't have any evidence of it in their, in their thinking. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lives are spared because of this kind of thing. <laughs> Lives in this congregation have been spared. Praise the Lord. I'm telling you, I'm going to go. Anybody else going to go with me? Come on, some more. We're going to go further and further. And listen, not just in our individual lives, but in our services. More and more in our services. Praise the Lord. Amen, amen.